everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of I Don't Care, I Love It. I'm Haley. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in this week. I just have some things on my chest. I just, I need to rant. I need to vent. So in true bestie fashion, I thought you guys could listen to me, listen to my tangents, just help me clear the air, get all this stuff out of my brain. So before we get into all my gripes and tangents, I wanted to start with some positive rants <laughs> and then we'll get to the UG rants. First off, I'm loving handwritten thank you cards right now. I'm loving receiving them. I just feel like receiving a handwritten thank you card really goes a long way to show your gratitude. I don't know. It's just a really personal, nice touch. And I've been having all these baby showers. And I've been doing handwritten thank you cards to say thank you. And it just, it's so fun. It feels so good. I love, I feel like it's such a fun, I don't know, form of human connection. I'm just really loving the handwritten thank you cards right now. Second positive tangent is Swifties have the best vibes. We just got back from the Taylor Swift concert and I was not expecting the level of niceness of everyone in attendance. Everyone was so nice. Like, we're standing in line. Everyone just wants to chit-chat. How did you get tickets? You know, if someone bumps in, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. It's just everyone was so nice and friendly and chatty. It had the best vibes. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of the concert was just the vibes of everyone in general. Over, I think, 70,000 people were there. Everyone was just decked out to the nines in whatever era they identified with. And they were so nice and friendly. Absolutely loved it. One thing, though, about the Taylor Swift concert was it was one of the craziest experiences of my life in terms of insane crowds. So more people were there than the Super Bowl. It was in the Steelers or wait, who are they? Who's the Las Vegas football team? The Raiders. It was in the Raiders stadium, which is ginormous. And the whole football field section where there would normally be the grass and the sidelines and stuff was covered in fans with just the stage in the middle. So there was so many people and it was crazy to me. The stadium couldn't handle how many people there were. They had, there were four bathrooms down by the floor where it was like a woman and a men's and on the other side, a woman and a men's. They slapped a big woman sign (laughs) over one of the men's. So there were three women's and one men's bathroom. And the line, I'm not exaggerating, was an hour long for the bathroom, for the woman's bathroom. Okay. So all of these girls got the great idea to go in the men's bathroom. (laughs) And so I went in there and even waiting in the men's bathroom line took me about 35, 40 minutes of waiting in line for one of the stalls. And it was so funny. All of these guys walked in and saw us girls standing there in line. They're like, oh, well, okay. (laughs) Everyone was really chill and nice about it. And then while I'm in line for the bathroom, Avery's in line for water, Coke, and pizza. You know, you need your water, you need your caffeine, and then something to eat. So it took him the whole time I was in the bathroom line, like 35, 40 minutes, to get to the front of the line of the pizza. And he got to the front and they were out of pizza. (laughs) Like, we don't have any pizza. They had to go somewhere and get more pizza. And they were almost out of water and soda. By the time the concert started, they were out of water. They were out of soda. It was shocking to me because They host these Raider football games all the time, right? With a lot of fans. But even this huge football stadium could not handle the level of people and crowds. It was crazy. 
But thankfully, everyone was so nice and we just had the best time and it was all part of the experience. My third positive rant is girls hyping each other up online and in person. I feel like on Instagram and TikTok lately and I don't know, those are pretty much the only two I use. Facebook, I guess. Girls are just hyping each other up. People are posting selfies. This girl I follow posted a jumpsuit that she sewed for herself. You know, people are posting what they're up to and everyone's hyping them up. And I love the positive encouragement. And I just I'm loving the positivity to girls from other girls. So those are my positive rants, my positive venting. Now let's get into what has been driving me crazy. Okay, I just have to say one of my least favorite groups of people in the world are road bikers. We live really close to this thing called the Murdoch Canal Trail, which is essentially this paved trail that the city or the county or whoever made. And it's just like a walking path, a biking path. A lot of families use it. People will ride scooters on it. I walk Peach, our dog, every single day on the canal. I love to bike on the canal. It's an awesome, family-friendly community path, okay? And then there's these road bikers who come blazing through at 1,000 miles per hour like they own the place, and they are the rudest, grumpiest people. I've never seen someone be so grumpy and just have the biggest frown while doing something they quote-unquote love. Like, you're out there in the sunshine riding your bike. They are always so grumpy and they never smile back. So it's kind of canal courtesy, in my opinion, when you're walking or biking or whatever and you're passing someone, you know, you make eye contact and you smile and you wave and you say hi. Never once has a single road biker smiled or waved back at me. They are just grumpy gills and they think they own the place. They come zooming through at a million miles per hour and they always have something rude to say. Like I said, we walk our dog, she's on leash, and they'll always say, watch your dog. Or sometimes they'll even say, they'll tell me like, get that dog off the trail, as if my dog is not allowed to be on the 10 feet wide canal trail. It's ridiculous. They're so rude, but at the same time, they take up like more than half the trail because they never, ever, ever bike single file. It's always two or three people, they're chit-chatting, and they say the most annoying arrogant things. They take up the whole trail. They're so rude. They think they own the place. And on this family-friendly paved path, they're going like a thousand miles per hour. It's like find somewhere else to bike. Or if you want to bike here, you don't need to be zooming through and being so rude and mean to everybody. It's so funny because I like to keep our window open (laughs) because our house backs up to the canal. And it's so interesting and fun to hear all of the little conversations that are happening You know, there's moms on their power walks, there's people pushing strollers, there's the bikers, and you can hear people's conversations, actually, from our bedroom window. So I keep our window open throughout the day when it's nice out, and I like to hear people's conversations. (laughs) And listen to this road biker conversation I heard the other day. Let me find it. Okay, this is a no-joke direct quote that I heard from someone on the canal on October 15th, 2022. I wrote it in my phone. He says, quote, if you make 10 times more than what everyone else in your family makes combined, people are going to expect a different kind of gift, you know? I just, I can't with road bikers. I can't with their outfits. I can't with their frowns. 
I can't with their arrogant conversations. I can't with them going 10 million miles per hour. It's like, get off the canal and let me walk my dog. (sighs) Felt good to get that off my chest. Okay, the next thing I need to gripe about is people asking you what you're going to name your baby. It is the most annoying thing to be asked as a pregnant person. It's like, what right do you have to know? Like, why are you asking? What are you going to do with that information? (laughs) I think what it comes down to is people just don't know what to say. They don't know what to talk to you about. I think a lot of people, they're not trying to be rude. They're just, is clumsy the word? They just put their foot in their mouth and don't have that great social skills. But I am so sick and tired of talking to somebody who I barely know. And they're like, so what are you going to name your baby? It's like, you don't have, why are you asking me this? What am I supposed to say? I was talking to Avery. I was so bugged about it. And he was like, I just started saying the name of the person. So if I'm talking to someone named Jordan, for example, and she's like, so what are you going to name your baby? I'll be like, Jordan. (laughs) And then they get so awkward and it shuts them up and they don't know what to say. The other thing that we've been saying and not even letting on that it's a joke is... (laughs) My husband's name is Avery, which is kind of a girl name now. It used to be a boy name. It's transitioned into a girl name. Poor boy names. They just, they're all getting taken up. I seriously don't know what we'd name our child if we were having a boy. I seriously don't. There's like no boy names left. Anyways, and so we just started (laughs) telling people that we're going to name her Avery Jr. (laughs) And people get so awkward. They don't know how to respond because it's like kind of cringe, you know? And I love it. It's like, why are you asking that question then? Like, if you just are going to be cringe and awkward about the answer. So stop asking people what they're going to name their baby. Find something else to talk to them about. All right. My next gripe is along the same vein. I'm in full-blown pregnancy mode right now. You can't blame me. I'm nine months pregnant. Okay. I hate when someone is talking to you about how you're pregnant or whatever And they just start saying all of these negative things about becoming parents. They're like almost unloading on you. Oh, you're about to have a baby. Get ready to never sleep. Or they're like, good luck. Your whole life is about to change. Oh my gosh, you'll never get your body back. Get ready for so many poopy diapers. Your house is going to stink so bad. Why does everyone talk about parenting like it's the worst thing to ever happen to you? Obviously it's not because... People keep having kids and people can't shut up about their kids and stop showing you pictures about their kids and bragging about their kids. I don't know why the second someone finds out you're pregnant and they have kids, they just start unloading and telling you all of the negative things. They're almost trying to make you feel bad. Oh, good luck. Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, I'm pretty bummed out. My life's about to be ruined. What if we did that to someone who was getting married? Like, what if someone got engaged and we're like, you're engaged? good luck. You're about to have double the expenses. You're about to have a really hard time compromising. Um, They're going to snore. You'll never sleep again the same way because you have to share a bed. Like what if someone was getting married and we just started talking about all of the negative parts of being married? I feel like it's the same. It's hard. It's a huge change. Your life gets turned upside down and you wouldn't have it any other way. It's the best thing that ever happened to you. So parents, stop telling people all the negative things about parenting. Like we all know. I mean, nobody who doesn't have kids likes other people's kids. I I hope I'm not alone in this, but I don't like other people's kids. I really don't. They're annoying. They're gross. They're sticky. I'm just like, ugh. But you obviously love your kids. 
So it's like we already know the negative parts of kids, especially if you grew up around babies or babysitting. We already know. Like, why are you trying to make us feel bad about being pregnant? It is so annoying. But I do love when people say, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be the best thing ever. And they give you some positivity because obviously you like having kids. You wouldn't have had eight, right? Okay, this is my last rage vent rant about being pregnant is where is the expecting mother sign? I feel like growing up, there was always this sign at the grocery store or wherever. It's this cute little stork and it was next to the handicap and it was like expecting mothers and you get to park at the front and walk in. I have never seen one since I've been pregnant. In Texas, they were everywhere, at the dentist, at the doctor, at the grocery store. I have not seen a single one in Utah since I've been pregnant. What's up with that? <laughs> Utah, of all places, we're like baby boomer central. The baby boom never stopped for us. It just goes forever and ever. There are no expecting mother signs. And honestly, it gets tough. <laughs> when you're this far along, you have to walk all the way across the parking lot when it's snowing and slipping and raining. It's like, come on, Utah, just throw some expecting mother signs back up there. It's, it's, it's a common life courtesy. Okay, my next one, this this doesn't really need to be expanded upon, but can we stop correcting people's grammar on something stupid? If you know what they're saying, do you really need to go out of your way and do a little asterisk star and correct their grammar? Literally, nothing turns off or ruins a conversation faster than that. For example, I think it is kind of annoying when someone misspells your or their or whatever, but I know what they're saying and it's just, it's not worth making someone feel stupid and I guarantee it's not going to change the way that they say, that they spell something or it's not going to change their permanent life grammar. All it's going to do is make them feel bad. It's going to ruin the conversation. It's going to kill the vibe. Like, can we find a different way to stroke our ego than correcting someone's grammar? If you understand what they're saying, who cares? That's what language is about. I mean, unless they ask you. If someone asks you, that's totally different. But correcting someone's grammar or spelling without being asked is just the most cringe thing ever. Let's let let's just be done, okay? As a society, we don't need that. We don't need that energy. We have enough going on. And here is my last rant of the day, which is the absolute chokehold Apple has on our society. I have an iPhone because in order to be a respectable human being in this society, you have to have an iPhone, okay? Like you just have to. You have to have blue messages. You have to have iMessage. The only phone I've ever had is an iPhone. It's all I know. And I like the user interface. You have to have an iPhone. I think we all can agree on that. I got a new phone a couple months ago and I did all this research to find the absolute best, most protective phone. We even asked the people at the Apple store, what is the best most protective phone case, okay? And we got this one, it's by Tech21. Two days after having my new phone, I am not joking, two days, I'm brushing my teeth in the bathroom, I'm holding my phone, I drop it on the bathroom tile floor, the whole back screen shatters. And I'm not talking about cracks, it shatters so badly that I'm scared to take my phone case off because all of the glass is just gonna peel off. So I'm like, dang, that sucks. Well, I got to get it fixed because if you get any water in there, it'll ruin your whole phone. So I make an appointment with Apple. I go in to their recommended place, which was Best Buy. And I'm like, yeah, this cracked. I need to get my back glass replaced. They're like, okay. They pull up the pricing. 
They told me it was going to be $550 plus tax. So like 600 bucks to replace the glass on the back of my phone. Here's the thing. I don't even need or want glass on my phone. Why can't they just slap aluminum on there? Everyone has a case on there anyways. Who cares if the back of your phone is glass? Why would you make a phone where it costs almost the price of the phone to fix the back screen glass thing that no one even cares about or looks at? And I can't do anything about it because I need my phone. Like I just, I need my phone. I need an iPhone. I'm sure the Google Pixel or an Android whatever Galaxy does not have back glass that costs $600 to replace. But because it's Apple, they can do absolutely whatever they want because they have a chokehold on society. They they run this place. They can do whatever they want. Honestly, the whole world runs on iPhone time. If an iPhone decided, if all of the iPhones, if Apple decided that every Apple product is going to be 15 minutes ahead or something, so instead of being 2 o'clock, it's 2.15, the whole world wouldn't blink an eye and all the Android and PC people would be wrong. Like they run the world and there's nothing we can do about it. And I hate Apple and I don't want to pay for this phone to be fixed. (sighs) I feel so much better after getting all that off my chest. Thank you guys so much for listening to my rants and my venting. You're just such a great friend, such a great listener. Thanks for listening. (laughs) I would love to hear what you guys need to rant and vent about and get off your chest. I'll be posting on my Instagram Let me know what you need to get off your chest. I'd love to hear it and be there to hype you up and to listen to you. As always, thanks so much for listening to I Don't Care, I Love It. If you found this episode annoying or you didn't like the negative vibes, well, I don't care because I loved it. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to I Don't Care, I Love It. You can catch a new episode every Wednesday. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you like this episode, we'd appreciate it so much if you could give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to this episode. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. A